Welcome back to the Getting Grit Podcast. I am Brad Pohl, your host, and this is where we tell the stories of sinners and saints. My lady, thank you. A wicked magician had condemned me to assume the form of an ugly beast until some beautiful maiden consented to kiss me. But I think you are the only maiden in the world kind-hearted enough to have had affection for me in the ugly form that was given me. Then Beauty filled a cup with water from the fountain and lifted him up so that he could drink. The enchantment now removed from the palace as well as from the prince and the servants were no longer invisible. Call for help, the prince said. And when she called, several men instantly came to their aid and carried the prince to the palace. Once there, warmth, food, and happiness went far toward restoring him. Beauty and the prince lived with great joy and contentment in their palace ever after. Today's popular men with doctorates explain that all of humanity has passed down through their oral traditions the idea of homeland, a very detailed look at what is near to them. And the further they look beyond their homeland, there is much less detail. They call this area the outback. The people of the homeland see less union among the beings in the outback than they see among themselves, to the point of seeing the inhabitants of this outback as creatures and are monsters. There is a river separating this homeland from the outback in these oral traditions. We like to think of our homeland or castle as being protected by a moat formed from a river that has to be crossed or the water separated, so to speak, or crossing over a bridge built far from the monsters. Then there are the great waters beyond the outback itself, which represents the end of the world. Waters that we cannot see beyond to some distant shores are always foreboding. It takes less energy to see that far away because we do not have to focus in on it. This allows us the economy of effort to put our greatest energy into what is near to us because what is near to us has clarity and fine detail. You cannot look through a microscope standing 10 feet away. You have to be right on top of it so that your eyes can see the fine details. But those things which are far away, those figures who live in the outback, the figures that you can barely make out, they could be monsters. And monsters can be whatever each tiny homeland describes them to be. But if we focus in on them, I mean really focus in, it takes so much energy, way more than focusing in on those things and the people right next to us. Only by chance would we ever have to really make such an effort. So when Jesus tells us to love our enemies, the monsters in our lives, we immediately recognize that this is a great task and will require too much energy. Think of this energy as the energy it takes to love your children completely and and now apply this much energy to loving your enemies. How long can you sustain that? It is the reason why we understand that multiculturalism only works while it is convenient and it fails when the water in the moat around our castle gets dirty. It's our basic human nature. A family can only adopt so many children and love them as their own. Adopting the whole world is simply inefficient at some point. It's all good when it's working for us and we are comfortable. We like to eat the spicy food with meat and beans, jalapenos and the salsa, that wonderful agave nectar with the salt and lime. Por favor. But how many days in a row can our intestinal fortitude sustain this diet? It has been said, after all, that the Romans ingested so much of the world 
that they died of indigestion. Such is the outline of life in this woke generation. They preach an agenda of social justice to sound good, but behind the scenes, they have purchased silos, where men from different silos and their particular needs really only meet by chance. But in terms of life, as it exists today for each of us, Oswald Chambers writes, In the life of a saint, there is no such thing as chance. God, by his providence, brings you into circumstances that you cannot understand at all, but the Spirit of God understands, bringing you into places and among people and into conditions in order that the intercession of the Spirit in you may take a particular line. So never put your hand in front of these circumstances and say, I am going to be my own providence here. I must watch this. I must guard that. Because all of your circumstances are in the hand of God. Therefore, never think it strange concerning the circumstances you are in. Your part is to utilize the common sense within the circumstances God has put you in and the common sense people He puts you amongst by his providence and give the spirit in you a chance to intercede for them. In this way, God is going to sweep the whole world with his saints. I must do the human side of intercession and the human side is the work within the circumstances I am in and with the people I am in contact with. I have to keep my conscious life as a shrine of the Holy Ghost, not some ideology. And as I bring the different ones to before God, the Holy Spirit makes intercession for them. Your intercessions can never be mine, and my intercessions can never be yours. But the Holy Spirit makes intercession in our particular lives. Without such intercession, someone will be impoverished. But what of the man who desires to be a saint? Can he love the beast, kiss the leper, forgive the one who extinguished him, like Maximilian Kolbe did? This seems so grand and too great for many men who simply respond, this is just a bridge too far for me. I cannot see myself leaning that far into this saint thing. French novelist Léon Blois wrote, the only real sadness, the only real failure, the only great tragedy in life is not to become a saint. All things aside, career, matrimony, wealth, prestige, fill in the blank. Men fail at all of them. But the only real, true, meaningful failure in life is not to become the man God intended you to be. We all would prefer to live in great joy, contentment with an abundant life and a palace ever after. But that is a fairy tale. And we live in reality where life is a battle. If there is any drive or zeal in you, this type of failure has to eat at your coattails. We've been told to love our enemies, probably the hardest thing facing us individually. Our circumstances are real, not imagined. Nothing happens just by chance. We must lock into the challenge standing right in front of us. We must trust that the Holy Spirit will make intercession in our particular lives and then lean into that. Without such intercession, we will be impoverished. Ain't it so?
It's the time of year that we ask for your support. If you haven't done so already, go to www.gritquest.com backslash donate. Thank you for your support. Blessings to you all. Dominus Obiscum. <laughs>